Welcome to In Bed With Queer, a podcast on the front lines of sex and intimacy. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of In Bed With Queer. And this week is actually, we're going to be covering one of my favorite topics, and that is how to move from performative sex to goalless sex. And what I'll be looking at is firstly, I'll be defining what is performative sex. Then I'll be looking at what is goalless sex and why would you choose one over the other? So I'll explain the rationale behind why I recommend goalless sex. And then I'll talk about various things, various practices that you can undertake that will help you with this shift. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, so firstly, performative sex is sex that is very goal-driven. So there is like an end game in mind. And typically that's climax. And um, I suppose I've used this phrase before, what I call the patriarchal sex script. And that's where we have encoded in many of us from societies like media and conversations and images that we've been exposed to growing up and that is that the sex script is heteronormative so it's mostly involves uh, a man and a woman and then it goes from kissing to some fondling to maybe some oral sex mostly on the man and then pretty quickly onto penetration and then it's finished with climax ideally for both partners but really the focus is on the male climax. And that's all backed up when you look at various research around the orgasm gap, where most men like in heterosexual relationships, climax during sex, I think it's like in the high 90s. And then for women, it's far lower. Uh, I think it's in like 30%. So when you consider that, the performative sex leaves it leaves a lot to be desired um firstly performative sex is very it's very focused on a goal and it's also very focused on penetration and I'll go into later why they have limitations and I'll actually I'll describe now goalless sex so goalless sex is sex that doesn't have a script. It doesn't have a defined endpoint, such as climax. It's sex that is, the way I would describe it is it's like sex, treating sex like art, like a dance, like flow, where each move is dictated by what wants to emerge and happen between the bodies that are involved. So it's a very present game. It's very intuitive. It's very expressive and spontaneous and involves anywhere on the body that is true in the moment to be explored. So really the polar opposite of performative sex, unless the goal of sex ends up in some way mimicking or not mimicking ends up actually in a similar in a similar flow as performative sex and the reason why goalless sex is so powerful and really so incredible in my opinion is because 
when we're very focused on performance, on like a climax or a penetration, what happens in those moments is we're then forcing an outcome. We're like pushing or pulling or trying or contorting to make something happen, which may or may not want to happen. And because we're in that mode of forcing or waiting or kind of hoping something happens, we're really not open to what actually wants to emerge in the moment. So if we're so focused, oh God, we need to get to penetration so we can climax, uh, we're not really open to maybe instead of going to penetration, maybe my armpit wants to be explored or your asshole wants to be licked or hair wants to be pulled or we just want to cuddle or oh you know let's suck toes so all of these really beautiful expressions of sexuality and intimacy that are available to be explored and are more resonant in the moment are discarded in in search of of this goal so our exploration and our pleasure is very limited because we're not in the present moment to hear those impulses and to feel those impulses of exploration instead we're, we're trying and contorting to make something else happen and the limitation of that of being in that space of focus on an angle also means it's very hard to be receptive to pleasure that's outside the script so say if you have a particular lovemaking approach with yourself or with a partner, and that's the way that you get off. So I know for years when I used to masturbate, I had a very fixed masturbation style from when I was a teenager. And then when I got with partners, I would really struggle to climax unless they really mimicked that. And so any touch that didn't follow that script I couldn't really register as pleasure because I was so tight on seeing pleasure from the lens of this one root. And uh, that's really universal. If we're all really just focused on this is my route to climax to orgasm, it can, it can stop us from actually feeling like the pleasure of something that's totally different and unexpected and wonderful. And um, yeah, so, so being, being goalless means we're not, like that laser beam focus our attention is way broader and we can just be really in the moment and experience whatever is happening right now and like the funny thing I suppose I should say um is that well I discovered by having goalless sex I actually had and do experience a lot more orgasms climaxes with ease uh, I experienced so much more pleasure than when I was very like tight and contorted and trying to make something happen. Uh, I found by not trying to make something happen, a lot more pleasure emerges in that space. And not only pleasure, but also a lot more connection with my partner because I'm not forcing something to happen and you know in that space of forcing I can be disappointed if my partners aren't doing exactly the right thing I think I need um, which just creates resentment and disconnection but I'm also when I'm in that forcing mode I'm not actually really present 
Whereas when I'm in goalless sex, I'm way more present and connected to my partner and connected to them actually touching me or me touching them and feeling that connection. It feels so much more raw and intimate to have that style of lovemaking. And it requires a lot more intimacy because one of the things I'll be describing later is to actually have goalless sex requires a lot more honesty and a lot more uh, forbearance of honesty when, when you receive it too. So it creates a lot more intimacy. So yeah, so for me, my experience, summarize it, for me, my experience of goalless sex has been a lot more pleasure, a lot more presence, a lot more connection, more intimacy and just way more in flow, like things just flow far more, far more pleasurably. And um, to support that, so you may be thinking, mm, this sounds amazing, but how can I have that experience? Because maybe you've been really inculcated by the culture and performance is, uh, is how to have sex. And this is the only way, and it might feel daunting to shift gears into a different, to a different style of sex. And um, so there are a few things that really help with this shift. So firstly, one is having some kind of practice of presence. So practice where you're present in the moment. Now, for a lot of people, that's meditation, other people that might be some form of sport or yoga, or um, it might be like something practice that I teach orgasmic meditation. It might be self like very slow, mindful self-pleasure, something I also teach. So th there is a good baseline or some ability of being able to notice when your mind wanders and then bringing your attention back to the moment and back to sensation in the body, having some foundation of that as a practice is very helpful in the, in the shift from performative sex to goalless sex, because like that is literally the foundation. Um, and even if you don't do that as a practice and the idea of doing that as a practice just feels utterly daunting or a no, I would say, well then use your sex or your self-pleasure as a, as a means of practicing that. So when you're with a partner or by yourself, just notice, oh, I've checked out and then just bring your attention back to wherever you were touching or they're touching and just lasering all your focus onto that spot. And with that, that will help you stay far more present and connected to the moment and um, yeah, open to what wants to emerge like I was saying earlier, when we're, when we're in our head, so like thinking something or distracted, we can't actually hear what our body wants. So say, say I'm in my body and my partner is stroking my arm. And it feels just incredible, like really, really warm and tingly and like this delicious pressure. And if I'm in my head, I won't notice the, the moment where I get a bit bored a bit full of that stroke I might be like okay I've had that for a while now I could do it a bit of, of a shift whereas if I'm in my body I can go oh I'm a bit full there and I can feel mm, my neck really wants to get stroked and so being present I can I can then um I can then 
communicate to my partner oh can you stroke my neck with these like with gorgeous sweeping firm strokes and so being present allows for that for me to notice that and then the second skill which I've just demonstrated which is being able to ask for what you want because when we've when we've like received this like script this performative script there's less like kind of like what's happening next is kind of always clear like yes there there's some variation like maybe like change positions or like a bit of this a bit of that whereas goalless sex anything can happen moment to moment really anything's on the menu and it requires like a sensitivity to your own desires so like what do I actually want to happen and it also requires an ability to communicate that to your partner and that can be a minefield you know like so speaking from a woman's perspective for years that felt like the most utterly like terrifying thing to ever communicate then you know to say to someone oh sorry can you go slower or um especially for me I like I always wanted more oral sex and I was just really like oh I'm too much I'm like a too much woman to ask for that and so like asking for that felt terrifying and really freeing once I mastered it but it's so being able to to communicate those desires requires like working through your fears it also requires working through resentment so if you're someone like I was who I had held back for years on actually asking for what I wanted and so it meant that when I did start to ask oftentimes it would come out with huge resentment and what I mean by that I'd be like go over there (laughs) harder (laughs) or like you're doing it wrong you know like that kind of like snappy sharp impatience and it's pretty normal so if you're someone who started to get better at asking for what you want you notice you're doing that like just then you know it's normal and it's good it's good to give your partner a heads up and say hey you know I haven't really asked for what I've wanted in sex I feel quite vulnerable and it's also coming out a bit sharper I'm sorry about that can you bear with me and then work on you know, work on noticing it, that urge and impulse to be sharp and see if you can just be more direct without the, without the hard tone instead. And it's a practice, you know, we all, we all like, you know, we're not really taught any of this stuff and any of these shifts will take time. So yeah, so like communicate your desires. And then also it's like, it's having patience like I was just saying it's it's being able to accept that this is a practice I think so many of us are so like I don't want to say entitled or or like I don't know what the right word is it's like but we have very high expectations of ourselves and it's like oh I've learned this concept so now I must be a master of it and it's like no that's actually not how it works so a lot of things when it comes to the body takes you know requires patience and a like a beginner's mindset because our bodies and nervous systems really take slow gentle incremental changes for things to really shift like yes sometimes overnight you'll like be like wow things have really changed wow but a lot of the time it's actually like a slower longer game so this shifting and like I'm in it I've been doing this shift for years and I'm still I still am in it like I'm still like oh my god I 
utterly mastered not going into performance mode you know it's just not true it still pulls me sometimes you know and um and I just have to practice having huge amounts of compassion for myself and, you know, go, wow, this is just a practice. Isn't it wonderful that I get to experience these gentle shifts over time and, um, and not beat myself up over it. And it's like, for me, one of the things that, that I've had to have patience for, like I was saying earlier, is when I moved from being very performance minded and climax minded I started to climax way more and then like with this like newfound ease I would just like pull for climax you know basically as soon as I possibly could so instead of um you know instead of letting like my body fill up with sensation and like the word I love is like it's like feeling all of my cells suffuse with pleasure and expand and my pussy and my body well up and expand with pleasure instead of doing that which is often what I can feel as a resonant for my body I can feel she's hungry for me to take my time and really let her fill up uh what I noticed is wow as soon as I had enough sensation to climax I was like boom let's climax let's go (laughs) and you know I love to come I love to climax and instead of beating myself up and being like well Quilan you could have held off the goalless way that you could feel your body wanted was to like go slower Uh, instead of beating myself up around that I just go well you know it's a practice and uh, I'm getting better at it each time because part of shifting from goal from performative sex to goalless sex is actually expanding the amount of pleasure that I can that you can hold in your body and if we're only used to a certain amount of pleasure it's actually very uncomfortable to go beyond that to go beyond that range and so it's normal to want to use a climax to kind of shift out of that state. Um, so the longer I do goalless sex and other practices uh, that are aligned with that values, with those values, uh, the better I get at being able to hold more sensation in my body without needing to like climax it because it's so uncomfortable to hold so much pleasure. So um, yeah, it's a long game it's totally a long game to get better and better and better and better at holding more sensation and more pleasure in the body and it's pretty cool one you know uh it's yeah it's fun it's like wow how much pleasure can I hold how much sensation can I hold and um yeah so that's so that's that's one thing that I find really helpful is always being very patient with myself and having compassion and um and then another part I think is it's tied to go back to the point around communication but it's really it's tied to um it's connected to actually really listening to my body so one of the things I talk about or write about regularly as well is actually like feeling into my body around what wants to happen next but really checking in and going oh is my pussy ready to be touched yet am I actually ready for penetration? Because uh, there's a really wonderful book by Sherry Winston called Women's, um, oh my God. Oh my God, Women's Path to Arousal or something. I can't remember. Uh, I need to think of it. Oh, I can't think of it. Um, 
something women's something of arousal really great book but in she describes how women how we're aroused from the outside in so like from the outside edges of our body like our scalp and our hands and our feet and moving in arms calves trunk breast and like belly down to like pussy so it's like um with goalless sex when you really connect with your body you can feel that wow going straight to a pussy or like direct to like nipples is is actually not resonant it's like wow what my body really needs is this like slower more connected touch that's expansive and um really like warming me up and uh and it's similar with when when we touch like pussy it's like you know not going straight for the clit it's like oh can I work with the labia like pubic mound like really warming up the area for it to be ready because women on average take between 20 to 45 minutes to be fully ready for penetration and to to know that you're ready for penetration like for me it's like is my pussy fully engorged? Is she expanded? Is she full? Is she wet? Is she throbbing? Is she really ready? And um, instead of being like, oh my God, which is what I used to be, oh my God, if I don't get penetrated, I'm a bad lover. I need to, you know, let my partner penetrate me so they'll value me sexually. Instead of looking at it from that performance goal lens, I'll look at it from what does my pussy actually want? is she actually ready for this? Does she actually want this touch? Is she hungry and like pulling and really, really, really wants this? Or am I doing it because of some conditioning? So if you're someone who rushes that spot, like the benefit of goalless sex and practicing it is really feeling into like, what does my pussy actually want and need? And it's similar for men. It's like, excuse me, do I, am I ready to have my cock touched? Am I ready for penetration? Do I need more attention? So this is the question we all need to ask ourselves instead of always rushing and assuming that we're always on, always ready, always like going to rush to these goals. It's like, what is actually in resonance with what my body wants? And that can bring up awkward conversations, you know, like I've definitely been with my partner and I've said, oh, I'm not ready for penetration yet. And, you know, like that's frustrating for him because he is and vice versa. It's definitely happened the other way where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm ready. And he's like, oh, I'm not, you know, and being in goalless sex is being committed to that rigorous honesty with, her, with your partner, being able to navigate um holding your own needs in the face of your partner having different ones and like holding your own disappointment when you know it doesn't go exactly how you want it to go and staying connected to your partner through those conversations can be very tricky you know um, egos everywhere get hit mine certainly has many times and it's like how can I how can I work through these um how can I how can I receive when my partner has when you know they want me to do something else so there's a lot in there there's a lot in like navigating and changing over from performance-based sex to goalless sex and like that shift like really requires a strong connection with your body it requires really good presence in the in the moment 
and it requires really powerful honest conversations during sex and also after like I would recommend also having these conversations with your partner outside the bedroom if anything really big gets triggered and uh, all of these things combined really make for a really a really beautiful sexual exploration and practice and it's like it's my life's work you know (laughs) it really is so if it's something that you want to learn more about you want to get supported with one-on-one reach out to me there's all the details in the show notes or you can join my membership program if you're a woman we cover all these kind of topics and if you're a man I also do one-on-one coaching around supporting and being in connection with your sexuality and yeah I love all this so let me know if you have questions and I will have another podcast out for you soon thanks hey if you're looking for easy tips to guide you on how to have more authentic connection hotter turned on sex and guidance on how to live a desire-led life join my email list by downloading the great sex guide on the link in the show notes and i can't wait to see you there